The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. We were talking just before the break, a break about Black Friday. The fact it is Black Friday tomorrow. It is Black Friday because today is Thanksgiving. Day. Scott Lucas is Professor of International Politics at the Clinton Institute at University College Dublin. Scott, when was the first Thanksgiving Day? Well, the first Thanksgiving was back in 1621, uh, so just over four centuries ago. And what happened is that the pilgrims who had landed in Massachusetts in 1620 uh, had had a very tough go of it in the first year. In fact, half of them died and didn't make it through that first year. Uh, those that did survive, well, they could owe that to uh, local Native Americans who taught them how to raise corn, who taught them how to fish, who taught them about the poisonous plants that they should stay away from. And so in November 1621, after bringing in the corn harvest, uh, the pilgrims invited the local tribe, the Wampanoag, to come uh, break bread with them. And that was the first Thanksgiving feast it was followed a couple of years later uh, after surviving a drought that there was another feast between the two. And in light of what later happens, which is not so good a story regarding the Native Americans, hmm. in this case, the local tribe, the Wampanoag and the Pilgrims coexisted for about 50 years together. So that was the, that was the starting point of uh, Thanksgiving, but it didn't become a national holiday until the 19th century, which is another story we might get into. Yeah, tell me about that. I mean, it, 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 it doesn't immediately get celebrated every year, this breaking of bread. So when does it begin to be celebrated? There, there was talk and indeed sort of designation that there should be a day of Thanksgiving after uh, we whipped up on the British in the American Revolution and got independence. And individual states did make Thanksgiving a, a state holiday, but it didn't become a national holiday until the 19th century because of a conjunction of two very different people and different events. The first is a woman named Sarah, uh, Sarah Josepha Hale. Now, you probably don't know her, but if you've ever sung Mary Had a Little Lamb, that's her creation. Oh. She wrote that nursery right. And for 36 years, from 1827 to 1863, she wrote presidents, senators, congressmen, governors, newspaper editors, and said, we should have Thanksgiving as a national holiday. Uh, well, it took a, a civil war. You know, in the middle of that civil war in 1863, Abraham Lincoln said in a proclamation that Americans should ask God to come into his tender care all those who have become widows, orphans, mourners, or sufferers in this lamentable civil strife. And so out of uh, the great division, the great national division, and conflict called the Civil War, then Thanksgiving becomes sort of a reunion feast, uh, t extending but going beyond the original origins between the Pilgrims and the Native Americans. Uh, yeah, yeah, so we have to talk then about the Native Americans, because by the time it becomes a national holiday, when that debate is happening, mm -hmm. I mean, the Native Americans are being pushed back from their own land all over the American continent. So, I mean, what, what, is, what, what, what part of the debate does that form? Does it form any part of the debate? There are uh, a number of people who I think quite likely will not say that we shouldn't celebrate Thanksgiving, but they will note on this day that we should remember the full extent of American history. So the very tragic juxtaposition is, is that when in the 1860s this becomes a national holidays, you're at a high point of 
the driving of Native Americans from their homes, from their lands, with the killing, indeed, in some cases, the extermination of many, many of those Native Americans. In my uh, native part of America, Alabama, you know, the, the Cherokee Drive is driven on the Trail of Tears all the way through the South, through Oklahoma, until they finally get some respite in Arizona. But even then, Native Americans wind up sort of being contained on reservations. So I think you have to, yeah, you, you, I'm not one who says that we shouldn't celebrate Thanksgiving because it's an important day with family and friends. And I'll be having a virtual celebration with my parents mm. and my sister in Florida. But I think it, it is quite right to realize that uh, this legend of breaking bread between Native Americans and the original settlers, uh, there's a very long and often, uh, it's beyond tragic. There's a, it's a story of bad as well as good that we have to remember. And what was the reality of the treatment of Native Americans? Did it form any part of the discussion in the 1860s when the national debate was going on about establishing this holiday? It does. But what happens is, is that you have this this curious juxtaposition, which is possible, which is that you have good Native Americans. So the legend that we're always told, and I remember it when I was a boy, um, and it comes out of reality, that, that it's a member of the Patuxic tribe in 1620 named Squanto. And Squanto had lived in England uh, for some time, and he had come back to the United States as part of an exploratory exhibition uh, expedition. And he's the one that speaks to the pilgrims because he can speak the language and he's the one that helps them survive. And so at the time of the 19th century, this becomes Thanksgiving. You talk about Squanto, you talk about the Wampanoag tribe who were a good Native American tribe led by the chief Massasoit. And then, of course, you could highlight those good Native Americans as opposed to those bad Native Americans like the Sioux, like the Apache, like the other tribes that are being pushed back in the West. Mm. And that continues through the 19th century because, you know, the, these really water wars. But in many cases, as I said, uh, a campaign to drive out the Native Americans goes well into the early 20th century. And what are then the traditions today? What is on the dinner table in houses up and down the U.S.? Well, it, it depends on which part of the country that you're from. But oh, really? The Americans. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. And everybody, everybody talks about Turkey, which I think more than 90% of Americans say they do have Turkey. But in the South, where I come from, uh, ham is very popular, um, even though I'm now a vegetarian. So I have to say that in a virtual <laughs> sense. Uh, but you uh, you celebrate things like mashed potatoes. Uh, you have various vegetables that you have. Uh, I'm quite a big fan of a good mess of turnip greens on Thanksgiving. Uh, and in the South, it's pecan pie or pecan pie, as it should be pronounced. Whereas in the North, you're more, more likely to get pumpkin pie. All right. Okay. All right. Well, listen, it's been really interesting, Scott, because as I said, most people just think of Thanksgiving, I think, over here as the day before Black Friday. That's the point it's gotten to, which says a, it tells a whole other story. Uh, but it, listen, it's been fascinating to talk a little bit about the history uh, of it. Scott Lucas is Professor of International Politics at the Clinton Institute at the University College Dublin. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.